The Oxford Centre for Triple Value Healthcare, 3V, is a social enterprise with the goal of building capacity and capability in healthcare to increase value. As part of its mission, 3V promotes the dissemination of knowledge. From our library of almost 1,000 books, we have produced short downloadable podcasts that summarise the most important classic books, book pods. These are essential for anyone working in healthcare and enable you to learn while you walk, drive or travel by bus or train. Enjoy this week's book pod and ensure you get a new one downloaded by subscribing to Radio Value from your usual podcast provider. About five years ago, we ran a conference called Hellish Decisions in Healthcare. But it wasn't clinical decisions we were thinking about. It wasn't a hellish decision to decide whether to resuscitate someone or not resuscitate them or operate or not operate. It was a hellish decision on how much to allocate to people with cancer and how much resource to allocate to people with, for example, cardiovascular disease or people in the last year of life. And where to switch resources from one budget to another. The hellish decisions were about the allocation of finite resources. Now, we were told that one economist, Ken Arrow, had studied this in detail and had received the Nobel Prize for Economics. So it's with some excitement that I ordered Ken Arrow's key book. And the book is called Social Choice and Individual Values. And the first edition of it was published in 1951. And when it arrived, it was reassuringly short. It was only 124 pages long. And these weren't big pages. They were sort of A5-sized pages. The opening page was also encouraging. Although I should have been a bit suspicious because... There was actually more text in the footnote than actually in the text itself. And that's also a sign that a book is academic in the best sense of the word. The opening sentence was also fascinating. I'm going to quote it now. In a capitalist democracy, there are essentially two methods by which social choices can be made. Voting, typically used to make political decisions, and the market mechanism typically used to make economic decisions. This sentence was then followed up by this wonderful second sentence. In the emerging democracies with mixed economic systems, Great Britain, France and Scandinavia, the same two modes of making social choices prevail, though more scope is given to the method of voting and decisions based directly or indirectly on it and less to the rule of the price mechanism. So, I thought, this was going to be very helpful. And I also learned that he'd written something called the General Possibility Theorem. But as I delved into the book, I had a sense of déjà vu. And the déjà vu was uh, back to when I was 14, and I first ordered a book called Principia Mathematica, by Whitehead and Russell, which I was told was the book to read if you wanted to understand life and logic. So I ordered the book in Whitehead's Public Library in an era when we'd separate tickets for fiction and non-fiction, not knowing that the two are often overlapping. 
and I got a postcard. I cycled to get the book in great excitement, took it outside, opened it, and could not understand a single line. So I turned around and took it straight back in. Well, social choice and individual values, I managed till about page 34. And from then on, there's a lot of squiggly lines, a lot of mathematics, and I could not understand a single line. So, as is always the case, you have to turn to secondary sources. And what the secondary sources told me was that the importance of Ken Arrow's work was that he was very interested in healthcare and that he produced something which his academic colleagues and admirers called the impossibility theorem. Namely, it was impossible to develop a formula to decide how much of finite resources should be allocated to people with cancer and how much should be allocated to people with cardiovascular disease or to any other segment of the population. There was no formula. So, what to do? Well, the next stage was to look for a, a single ethical principle. And one is always attracted to the utilitarian principle of the greatest good to the greatest number. But as Dostoevsky made very clear in The Brothers Karamazov, when the middle brother, Ivan, challenged the younger brother, the priest, he said, tell me and do not lie. If you could relieve the suffering of mankind by torturing to death that infant over there, would you do it? Answer, yes or no. So there is no universal principle, ethical or otherwise. So what to do? Well, the solution is to do the best job you can, openly and fairly. Because the public understand this is impossible. But what they're looking for is fair-mindedness and reasonableness. But that's the subject of another book, a book by Daniels and Sabin called Setting Limits Fairly. <laughs>